This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. It has been a crazy, a crazy week for me. I don't know if I'm the only one who has had a crazy end of April and I'm looking at my May and my June and time is about to fly. As I'm recording this, I just got back home from NorCal two days ago and then I went straight to my friend Kaylee's house. It was her birthday and I went to her house and just spent, spent, the last day and a half with her hanging out celebrating. And then I'm home today, but it's my boyfriend's birthday. So we're kind of busy. And then tomorrow we leave for Utah. We're going to be in Utah for a week. And then not too long after getting back from Utah, I have another trip planned going away again to work on my book again. And by the end of that weekend, I should have the first draft of the book done. But anyway, there's just a lot going on. I'm feeling all over the place. Like I'm somebody who very much likes to stay in one place. It's so funny. I was talking to my friend Rachel about this. I'm sure you guys know Rachel Barber and she's such a nomad just by nature. And that just makes her feel better. And I'm somebody who is so much more of a hermit, but I have been feeling the the urge to travel recently. And I've gotten that that guidance quite a few times. So I have some different road trips planned and I'm excited for the adventure. And I know that when I feel that intuitive urge this strongly, I just have to go because there's going to be something important for me. And I actually was working on, well, I'm not sure if I'm going to make it a podcast or a YouTube video, but something where I'm explaining different spiritual initiations I've had and some key points in my spiritual journey. And I was just kind of jotting down some of the key things that come to mind if I think about big points in my journey. And I realized almost every time I have some big spiritual shift, it is when I'm traveling. As much as I'm a hermit, switching my environment just like re-inspires me, shifts my vibration and big things always happen. Isn't it funny how human design explains everything? It's just like so, so my chart. But anyway, that is kind of where I'm at personally. So, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm sure you will follow along for the ride wherever I end up going in the next couple of weeks. And I'm excited to go to Utah. I've actually never been to the different cities that we're going to. And we're also going to the Supercross race, like the last race of the season. And everybody's very surprised to find out that I'm a big Supercross fan. But yeah, I love Supercross. Fun fact about me. <laughs> If you're interested in having way more energy during the day, being so much more productive, that means getting better sleep, 
having deeper sleep, my top recommendation is to get yourself a pair of Blue Blocks blue light blocking glasses. My Blue Blocks have completely changed my sleep. They have helped me balance my hormones. That's a lifestyle thing that a lot of people don't think about. They have helped to improve my mood. I don't get headaches during the day when I wear them. I have more energy. I'm so much more productive. And it all starts with my blue light exposure. I feel like I've really been relearning this lesson in the last few weeks because there have been times when I have been traveling and haven't been as strict about my blue light exposure and I have paid the price the next day. I notice I am so much more tired, cranky. I'm not very productive or energized. And let me tell you, I have tried so many different blue blockers out there, but blue blocks is by far the best. They are 100% backed by science and I am a completely different person when I wear these regularly. I truly cannot live without them, especially with working on a laptop so often. Their Sleep Plus Red Lens is a 100% blue and green light blocking lens for when the sun goes down. So if your glasses are orange, you're not blocking the full spectrum of light. You would want to be blocking to support your sleep. So I wear my Sleep Plus red lenses every evening, and then I wear the blue light clear lens during the day. The blue light daytime glasses prevent any migraines, headaches, or digital eye strain, and I notice a huge difference if I forget to wear these. And if you want the added benefits of color therapy, check out their Summer Glow yellow lenses. These are also for daytime use, but they combine color therapy with the blue light blocking that can help if you struggle with any symptoms of seasonal depression as well. I get so many compliments on my blue blocks. I have a few different pairs. They have about 20 different frames to choose from, so you will definitely find some that you like. They also have a custom-made prescription service and they have a service where you can send in your own frames for them to be turned into blue blocks. Not only is this an investment in your health that will pay itself back a gazillion times over, but you're also giving back. So every time they sell a pair of blue blocks, blue blocks will then donate a pair of reading glasses to restoring vision to give them to someone in need. So if you're ready to change your sleep game, check out blue blocks, blue light blocking glasses. They have changed my life. Plus their remedy sleep mask, the best sleep mask ever you will be obsessed. Head to blueblocks.com to check out all of their different glasses. That's spelled B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. And you can get 15% off if you use my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. And I'm excited to see a Blue Blocks selfie. Tag me on Instagram so I can see which frames you got. Today, I want to talk about something that has been popping up a lot around me. I get a lot of my inspiration for content from clients, from friends, just from what I'm seeing in my environment, what themes are popping up a lot. And something that's been very prominent recently is the topic of friendships because I'm seeing this shift for a lot of people in my life. And I have been through like many rounds of realigning my friendships releasing old relationships, opening myself up to new relationships, different types of relationships. And I've gotten used to that pattern, but I remember how jarring it was at first. And I'm seeing this come up for a lot of different people in my life in different contexts, which is interesting. And I think that on a collective level, it's something that is relevant overall because People are just waking up in so many different ways, rediscovering pieces of themselves in so many ways over the last few years in particular with challenges. It highlights 
areas where we can grow, where we haven't looked that perhaps we need to look. And whenever we're shifting individually, it's only natural that relationships might realign, you know, and some people stay with you for a long time and other people only for a period of time. But it's interesting to me how many people hold themselves back in different ways and even sacrifice parts of themselves because of their friendships and because they're afraid of letting go of friendships. And interestingly enough, I've actually seen this be one of the most difficult parts of the last few years in particular with all of these, you know, controversial, quote unquote, controversial topics coming up, things that aren't usually discussed finally coming to light and then you really realizing the beliefs of the people that are close to you and with the opportunities for personal growth over the last few years, that makes you see the world differently. So it's only a natural part of the experience to to reevaluate relationships. And I think this is one of the most important things that people can do. And I'm just going to say, from working with so many people, this is one of the most common things, like by far, that holds people back and that people are just like distraught over. And I don't, I mean, it hasn't mattered if it was when I was doing nutrition coaching or in business coaching and then with coaching people along the lines of spirituality and manifestation, doing intuitive readings with people, energy healing. The issue of friendships is the most common thing that comes up that people get really, really stuck on. And sometimes they know that and oftentimes they don't know it or rather they just don't want to admit it or look there. I would say that the majority of people who find their way to me are the type of person that might identify as a loner or like to spend more time by themselves or have just experienced some type of, let's say, chronic illness or trauma that sort of made them go down a different path than other people in their life had previously. And they found themselves in a position where they weren't sure if they connected with people from their quote unquote old life anymore. And that can also overlap with just becoming an entrepreneur and taking that path that perhaps isn't common compared to other people in your life. And I have always been the type of person that has very much felt like a lone ranger, not to say like I don't have supportive people in my life. I do. But I always very much identified as like I would I would generally rather be alone. I recharge alone. I'm more of an introvert and I am used to getting myself in situations where I feel the need to make new friends. So I've gotten used to that. But a lot of the people who come to me don't necessarily know how to navigate that. You know, it's really interesting. If I think back to when I when I first got like really sick with with chronic illness and autoimmune and I had to change my whole diet and that led me into the alternative health space and I stopped eating gluten and dairy and it was like because I didn't eat gluten and dairy, there was this huge gap between me and the other people in my life. And it really frustrated me at the time. It really frustrated me because I just didn't understand why just because I ate something different, that meant like, oh, there's this weird gap between us now. People stopped inviting me out to do things because they're like, oh, well, you can't eat here. I felt like every time food was involved or I was going somewhere, It was like this big drama. Well, what are you going to eat? Well, you can't eat anything. You know, these are just all the projections 
and it's really common. You know, it's it's common for people to experience that, uh, <laughs> which is so interesting. But I know that's why a lot of, and that's like a very surface level, but that can be a reason why a lot of people who, you know, move toward taking better care of their health and were previously in relationships with people who don't care about it can feel really alone because they feel like nobody around me gets it. It's like we would always joke at the NTA how, you know, you're in a room with everybody who sets their desk up with a can of sardines, essential oils, maybe some organ meats in their bag, and they have their supplement box out. Like, (laughs) it's so classic. And nobody thinks twice. And I'll say, I feel really fortunate. And when I felt that gap with my friendships, I was living in Los Angeles and it was not very hard for me. I mean, it took me like putting myself out there, but it wasn't very hard for me to find a lot of other people who I could become friends with who are very much on my same page. And then I didn't feel like the weird one anymore. What people don't realize is that what they think is common is just relative to the bubble that they are in. And I think about drinking, for example, like I stopped drinking when I was 20. I've had two drinks since then, rare occasions. One was when I was in Hawaii and I wanted a pina colada, which is like, is that really a drink? I'm not sure. (laughs) Does that count? And then the other was literally a glass of champagne. But yeah, I don't drink. I was around a lot of alcohol for much of my life and I drank a lot in high school. But yeah, I I don't really think about it. I don't feel self-conscious about it. And I'm not around anybody who does. So it never really comes up. I don't really have any friends who who drink, but well, I do now, <laughs> but I'm not really around them in that context very much. And what's been interesting is as some people have come into my circle more who have a lot of friends who drink, I've seen how much it holds them back to be around that energy all the time. And I'm not saying it's 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 bad to drink. I think it's your body. Um, you know, do what you want. I don't think it's healthy to drink. But what I will say is it's interesting how the culture that has come along with that for many people and you know, it's always different in how in how people drink and um the culture around it and intention and everything. But you know, I'm 26 and a lot of the people who I see this around are also younger. And I see how much it holds them back in finding relationships that really serve them and also in making more money and fully showing up in their careers and actually fully showing up to things that are really important to them. I think that's another really common example of if someone decides that they don't really want to drink anymore, whether that be at all or they just don't want to drink regularly for whatever reason, whether it's just, I just don't want to, it doesn't make me feel good whatever. You don't really need a reason. It's just your choice. But I think that's another really common example of you stop drinking and sometimes in old relationships, you might feel like, oh, I feel like I don't fit in here because of this anymore. Or I feel like my friends feel awkward around me. And it just feels like this weird disconnect. The next example I'll give that I think is really common is with spiritual awakenings. I mean, spiritual awakenings. Oh man, so much is happening. 
right? Like so much is happening and it can feel very lonely if you don't have a community who gets you and who supports you. Shameless plug, the Channel Collective is the place to be. But I mean, that's so much of why I created that. Like I wish I had that type of community because I would have joined in a heartbeat when I was going through my spiritual awakening and feeling like, who can I talk to about this? And I mean, even now, something that has taken me a while to really call in has been has been people who I can really connect with on the spiritual level that I would like to connect with people at, if that makes sense. So for me, it's been like being able to connect with other channels has been really helpful for me. But with spiritual awakenings in general, you know, you might start to believe in all these things that you never even thought were possible. And to other people in your life, they might be like, oh my God, you're so woo-woo or so out there. And some people are super accepting and like, hey, you know, whatever makes you feel good. And other people, you know, you might feel that friction. You might feel that frequency gap. And, you know, suddenly, or maybe it's been like this all along, you have no tolerance for small talk. And it's so boring. This just came up yesterday with one of my friends. We were like looking at each other. We're in a group and we're like looking at each other because we're both we're both thinking I cannot talk about what we did last weekend like I need to talk about purpose and soul connection and balancing masculine and feminine energy and <laughs> but it's it's true right like your your desire to engage in certain types of conversations shifts and I know like I personally just don't even put myself in situations where I have small talk conversation because I just, I have no interest. I would rather silence. I would rather be by myself, (laughs) to be honest. But it doesn't really come up for me because I'm not really around anybody who doesn't go deep. And a lot of people are uncomfortable going deep, which is something that I think it's important for people who, you know, if you listen to this podcast, it's good for us to remind ourselves about. I don't know if you've ever played the game or not really strangers. I love it. It's so much fun. It's a question game. But It's interesting to me how there are so many people because that game seems to get brought up so often (laughs) in my life, but there are certain people who like run away from it. They don't want to play it because it's asking personal questions. It's like questions about how you perceive each other, what you thought of each other when you first met, reflection points about yourself and your life. And it's a quote unquote deeper game. And for me, I'm like, yeah, it's my favorite game because these are the types of conversations that I have all day long with clients, with friends, like that is my normal. But for other people that feels maybe invasive or just too much, too deep. And so there's a very clear example of like, we legit don't like the same games, (laughs) you know, but with the spiritual awakening, I know how depending on the circumstances you're in, that can feel very lonely. You know, if you feel like you don't have people around you who really get it. And I think it's important to have people around you who get it. I reposted the other day, somebody wrote out like, I forget what it was, but something around common signs of emotional abuse. And like the, I think the first or second one was questioning your sanity. Yes. And that's something that so many people overlook, but it's interesting to me if I think about friends I've had for a really long time and like my my closest friend growing up, she has very different spiritual beliefs than me, but she's so open to anything. And she's just like, look, if you're happy, that's all I care about, you know? And she's just like super supportive of me. And 
then I have other people who maybe I grew up with and then they see how I've shifted in my beliefs and they are very clearly not supportive and you know that's fine too either way it's giving me valuable information as to who is the person that is really on the same wavelength as me it's not about one wavelength we're just going to use that being better than another but where people feel friction in their lives is when you have two very different wavelengths going on and you're feeling that gap you're feeling that friction you're feeling that there is non-resonance and that's where people move through their lives and they always feel like something feels off something feels missing something feels wrong and you can't always put your finger on it but you just feel that there's discord or non-resonance somewhere this is where people get in this energy of like I'm looking for something but I don't know what I'm looking for and I have great friends but I still feel empty and why do I feel like it's not enough? It's that type of feeling and energy. And what we're really looking at is like non-resonance of the relationships in your life and people are just at a different wavelength. And it's the ability to discern, is this somebody who, because they, they are on a different wavelength, they expand me and that actually helps me and I enjoy how I feel with that and it it helps me shift? Or is it somebody who perhaps actually brings me down or I just feel like we're on totally different pages and we're never going to catch up because it's important to to know the difference between those. There is a reason why I love all things nutrition because staying on top of my nutrition is how I'm able to do what I do. It is how I keep my energy levels up. It is how I stay productive and it is how I keep my body the clearest vessel possible to be able to channel, to coach, to send energy healing. It is key to everything. And that starts with a whole foods-based diet and really key supplementation. Now, the thing is that so many supplement companies out there don't use the best ingredients. And there are a lot of things that can be added in to supplement capsules. The sourcing is not always on point. I'm really picky, but one of the companies I love so much is Paleo Valley. All of their products are gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, non-GMO, and made from only organic whole foods. And the thing is, even with a really clean diet, unfortunately, our soil is pretty depleted and we don't always get everything we need from food. So one of the supplements I take daily that's really helpful is Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex. You want to watch out for vitamin C because a lot of vitamin C supplements are derived from GMO corn and they only contain one fraction of the vitamin, ascorbic acid. But I love Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex because it has been third-party lab tested as the most powerful 100% natural vitamin C product. It contains three of the most concentrated natural sources of vitamin C out there, amla berry, camu camu berry, and unripe acerola cherry. With every serving, you get 750% your RDI of vitamin C, and getting that boost in vitamin C is so helpful for boosting the immune system. It's really helpful for reducing any fatigue. It naturally helps to boost energy. It can also help to regulate your stress hormone, cortisol, and help with heart health. 
Plus vitamin C is great for supporting collagen production. So gotta, you know, keep that skin looking good. I really think everybody should have a really high quality vitamin C in their homes just to have on hand if it's not something that you're taking regularly, but just in case you start to feel under the weather. And that is by far my favorite vitamin C. And one of my other favorite products from Paleo Valley is their turmeric complex. This is a natural anti-inflammatory. Again, something I think everybody should have on hand. This is really helpful if you have any pain, any chronic pain, or if it's just for a specific reason, an injury, but also for any inflammation from autoimmune disease, even inflammation in the form of acne, for example, having a high quality turmeric is so, so helpful. I've used a lot of different turmeric supplements out there, but Paleo Valley's turmeric complex is by far the best. I noticed a huge difference in my inflammation. It's also helpful for supporting healthy joints, brain health, immune health, and protecting against DNA damage. And what I love about it is that they only use organic whole food turmeric rather than just curcumin. So if you want to try out either of these supplements that I use regularly and recommend everyone have on hand just in case, or if you want to try out any of Paleo Valley's other products, just head to paleovalley.com and you can use my code Christina for 15% off. That's paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y, and use that code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, for 15% off. Going through any type of spiritual awakening, I mean, I'll say personal development, and I mean real personal development, any form of that, is going to be something that really, really highlights where you have gaps in relationships and what's serving you and what's not because you change so much. You're going to notice if there are certain patterns that show up in different relationships, certain people, certain activities that are perhaps holding you back from doing what you want to do and making you feel your best. And most people don't know where they're not feeling their best until they change and feel better, sadly enough. And with a spiritual awakening, there's so much of like, am I going crazy? Like, is this real? Like, is this real? Is all this stuff real? Holy shit, I'm trying to process everything that I am coming to understand and know and feel and experience. And there's a lot of processing, a lot of integration. And, you know, I think that most people who haven't experienced it don't understand. I mean, even just like the physical part of it, I know is hard for people to understand for me in my life where there are days when I'm like, I legit can't get up. Like my body is integrating so much. I need to be laying down. I have to go outside and ground and it's not a desire. It is like my body has to do this. And that can be hard sometimes for people who maybe haven't experienced that need to to understand. And especially I think things with your physical body are pretty common where you've learned like my body needs this to be able to function at its best. Again, that comes up a lot with autoimmune. Like there are certain things I do to feel my best and I'm not going to compromise that. And what might feel like, uh, oh yeah, that would sound nice. Like to go outside and put your feet on the ground. Yeah, it sounds nice, but it's not a priority for me. I'm like, it, it has to happen. It has to happen for me. <laughs> I must allow it to happen. <laughs> so spiritual awakening, another common one. And then another common one is with entrepreneurship. And I know for me, it was so important for me to have friends that were entrepreneurs in my life. And the majority of people that I'm friends with, not everybody, but I would say like 95% of my friends are also entrepreneurs. And the thing is that entrepreneurs think differently. 
And I mean, look, I'm just, I'm just being honest from talking to so many different entrepreneurs, coaching so many different entrepreneurs. A really common thing I see with people who feel stuck is that they are fighting the energy of people in their lives who like don't necessarily understand entrepreneurship or even the mindset because it takes a very certain type of mindset, a certain way of thinking to be a successful entrepreneur. It's a different lifestyle, right? It's a very different lifestyle. I know for me, it has also come with like a necessity for me to take care of myself. Like the thought of me like getting hungover and not being able to function for like half a day or a day because I was, you know, having a wild night out. Like that just like doesn't exist for me. I would not want that at all. And I just, I mean, that would take away everything that I love, the way that I feel and the way my life is. Like I love just feeling high off the frequency all the time, you know, (laughs) just off of the vibration. I love feeling so connected and aware. And a lot of the habits that people engage in, and again, people engage in different activities and habits for different reasons, but a lot of people use certain things to kind of numb out or to find enjoyment in life as opposed to like when I'm already in love with my life and already at such high frequency, why would I want to do anything to dull that? Like the idea for me of like dulling my senses or being a different version of myself just feels so unappealing to be quite honest because I genuinely love my life. And I know that when I was spending every weekend going out, getting drunk and partying and having surface level conversations, I felt so unhappy and unfulfilled. And that was the only thing that like I had fun in the moment, right? Because I wasn't fully there. I wasn't fully present. The world was different. But then when I went back to real life, I didn't feel good physically. I didn't feel good emotionally. And I was just waiting for, I was waiting for fun that I had to shift myself to feel. And that was just my experience, but it's, yeah, it didn't serve me. And now that I like love my life and have super aligned people around me, every day is exactly what I want it to be. And I feel really grateful that I have that. But I point this out because I'm, I mean, I can think of like seven people right now who I care about a lot and who are entrepreneurs and who have been in this mode of like grinding extra hard and making things extra hard for themselves without realizing it, without meaning to they've gotten in this pattern of feeling like they have to defend themselves to everybody else or just struggling personally because they're trying to balance like their old life and what makes other people comfortable with the things that they need to do to move their business forward. It can feel like you're caught in between two worlds. And with all those people that I'm thinking of, it's so funny because I just see this again, like patterns will pop up with so many people that I know at the same time, they don't usually realize that. And so I'm like, okay, I should talk about this. But that pattern that I'm seeing is all of these people, what they all have in common is they are all entrepreneurs. And now that I'm thinking, I can think of more than just seven, but they're all entrepreneurs and they're all ready to take a really big next step in their business and the way that they do things and take on more responsibility via outsourcing more and just making bigger moves. They also all have been going through like a big spiritual awakening and they don't have that many people around them that are that deep in it. 
They also all have been friends with the same people for a long, long time. So these are people that, you know, they really care about. They've known since childhood and they feel the sense of loyalty. They feel this sense of, I can't release this. Like, no, these are my friendships, but they also feel the tug of, you know, really if they're, when they're being honest and those, they all say this, like they don't enjoy all of the things that their friends do anymore. And so they go because they want to be social, but then they don't have fun and they end up just wanting to come home. They don't feel good physically and they're exhausted because they're like trying to be with that other lifestyle and even just with different types of conversations, which bores them. And, you know, I've made this joke before. It's not really a joke. It's I think it's true. But learning about my human design, as I said many times before, has been a life changer. I am like big human design person, clearly. And for me, I'm a generator and the concept of I, I meant to do what lights me up and things that I'm doing that don't light me up, drain my energy made me really realize like, wow, I think a lot of what I thought was adrenal fatigue was just me in the wrong job, like in the wrong career, like around the wrong people. And it was making me so exhausted. And I don't think that's just a generator thing. I think that's common for most people of like when you are out of alignment, you're going to feel tired and your physical body will tell you when things are off. And again, not, you know, with physical things that pop up, there can be other factors at play too, but it's something to consider of like, if I've been feeling exhausted for a long time, or if I'm having physical symptoms and that could be GI symptoms, that could be acne, that could be hormonal imbalances, you know, whatever it is. Like if my body has been continuing to act up and I've been, you know, doing everything physiologically that I I feel like I should be doing to support my body, is this my body like speaking to me intuitively through my clairsentience, trying to tell me, hey, something is off. We need to make a shift because what I know is that when your life is in alignment and that is with friendships, that is with career, that is with hobbies, lifestyle, all of that. When you're in alignment, your your body just starts to work better because your body is happy. And so might not be the thing for everyone, but it is something to explore if you have felt stuck. If you have been looking for a place to take a deep dive into all things intuition, manifestation, brain rewiring, spiritual awakening, and activating miracles in your own life, then the Channel Collective is the place for you. I know it can feel like a lot as you shift into 5D and shed those old layers and start to see things in a new way. You're connecting to who you really are and you might have a lot of questions. You might feel confused or even lonely, but I also know that you have that deep thirst for knowledge and that is why I'm so excited about the Channel Collective membership. This community is a safe, welcoming space to help you explore your spirituality and your unique gifts while connecting with other like-minded people. When you join the membership, you get access to an ever-growing library of hundreds of exclusive videos on all things spirituality, manifestation, intuition, living in 5D, self-healing, and so much more. Plus, you get access to Ascension School, which is a library of exclusive trance-channeled messages from different ascended masters so that you can learn from them for yourself. This is where I share my juiciest, most exclusive downloads and things that I've channeled that I don't share with the public. And you get access to ad-free pre-released podcast episodes. We also have monthly Q&A calls where you can ask me anything and connect with other members. 
monthly manifestation calls, and monthly high 70 energy healing group sessions. It's truly everything you need to raise your vibration, manifest the life you want, and really anchor in 5D consciousness. I have created this container as a really powerful way for you to continue to upgrade and raise your frequency so that you can tap into all of your inner magic. This is the membership I wish I had and what I wanted. So it's really my favorite place to be. And I know that if you love the podcast, if you enjoy my YouTube channel, if you follow me on Instagram, you are going to love this because it is the true deep dive and the most exclusive information. So if you are ready to be expanded, check out the channel collective membership. Just head to christinathechannel.com slash membership. All of the information will be there. You can check out the different tiers and get ready to feel expanded and abundant. I can't wait to see you there. Where I'm going with all of this is that, and especially vibrationally, like reevaluating your relationships is a good idea at every stage of your up level because this is something that really commonly pulls people down. And I've talked about this before in terms of making money, but in terms of frequency, you are not going to raise your frequency if everybody around you is at the same frequency or a lower frequency than you. And so if you want to raise your frequency, it's really helpful to be around people who are at a higher frequency than you. And nowadays there are many ways to be around people like that, right? There are so many ways to quote unquote, be around people that could be on YouTube, that could be on, I mean, podcasts, obviously Instagram, and just be in that type of energy. But this is another reason why it's so important to pay attention to whose content you're consuming, but also with relationships in your life. And people jump to, well, there's no one here. There's no one around me that thinks like me. Okay. I'm going to call bullshit on that because first of all, I can guarantee you there are people that you can find, but yes, it might take some effort. And so this could be like putting yourself out there. For me, the way I always make friends is I have to put myself out there, but I also have to make the space for them to come in first. There have been multiple clear stages of my life where I had like kind of a whole friend swap out. And sometimes it was more of like a phase out. Like I was just spending more time with different people and then less time with others. But there were certain times where there were certain relationships that I had to recognize were pretty toxic or really just pulling me down. And I really just had to either cut it off or really have strong boundaries and shift the dynamic because I had to create space for better things to come in, which was not always easy. That was really scary many times, but it allowed me to attract in really aligned people. And it also opened up space where I had the motivation to take opportunities to put myself out there. And this meant, you know, I know it's different now, but going to events, going to events and just like by myself and just introducing myself, talking to people, you know, seeing who I vibed with. For me, podcasting has been a huge way for me to make friends. So if you do have a podcast, that is a great way to make friends. You just basically invite people on and they end up becoming your friends typically. But for me, social media was the main way that I made friendships. And I turned a lot of those friendships into in-person relationships. And so I've met, I met a ton of people. And this was before, like even before I was really doing a lot with my work on social media, I was just on other people's pages who I really liked, who I was super aligned with. And I would leave a lot of comments and I would start to see other people who left a lot of comments and I would end up like 
reaching out to them. I interact with their page and I became friends with people like through comments and just by people seeing my handle a lot. And then also in different groups I was in, that's how I made friends. So, you know, joining classes that you like, and this could be, you know, maybe you go to a yoga class or there's a really healthy coffee shop somewhere. Like if you have anything around you that where you can go regularly and just like make yourself visible, make yourself open, you know, say hi to somebody that you see coming in regularly. That is a really, really great way to make friends. I mean, I've met people just like at the beach who are also grounding. That's really fun. But you can also do the same thing online. And I have actually made more friendships that way. And so I think about like, you know, people who join my programs, like a lot of the girls who join No BS Biz School or the membership end up becoming like lifelong best friends, which is so amazing to me. If you join the channel collective, like everybody in there is so cool and people become real friends, right? But if you're in there and you don't say anything ever or like you never, you never show up, then no one's going to know you're there. But I'm just using that as an example, as like a really great way to, to make friends. And that was how I did too. Like different groups I would join, different programs I was in that were super aligned. We were obviously going to be along a similar mindset. You know, for me, that also extended to my health coaching program and the NTA. I met so many people through all of those different experiences. And because we were signed up for things that were like very niche, clearly it was going to be people who were on my same wavelength, right? Like if you sign up for a high energy healing training, you're probably going to be signing up with people who are on a similar wavelength. You know what I mean? But with all of those opportunities and it could be, it could be any program. And again, it could be in person. It could be, you know, at, I don't know, Whole Foods. I used to make friends at Erewhon and Whole Foods and Lazy Acres all the time. Like everybody knew me, (laughs) you know, you never know, but you also have to put yourself out there and just open yourself up to, to making friends. And it's so interesting how it's so awkward for people in, in adulthood. But you know what? Everybody feels just as awkward and you just got to assume that people are nice. Let's just assume the best. And if if you say, hey, and ask a question and they don't really respond, okay, cool. That's fine. But I see so many people who just kind of hermit and are silent followers and they're really frustrated because they feel like they don't find any aligned people and they feel like, oh my gosh, I, you know, this my, my, all my best friends, they don't, they're not into this kind of stuff and I don't have anyone. And I'm just like, well, you're, I mean, how is anyone over here going to even know that you're looking for friends? If it's, if it's not made clear, right. If you are not even showing up anywhere, you know, if somebody sees your handle all the time, they, they might want to reach out to you and vice versa. And so I just want to plug that in there in in terms of visibility, that's going to be important. There has to be a level of like speaking up and just showing yourself. And the thing is that when you show your real self, you're going to attract your real friends. I know that sounds so corny, but it is so true. And that's why so many people don't have aligned friendships. It's because they don't show up as the truest versions of themselves. Instead, they show up as the version of themselves that they think everybody is going to like. So they might dull themselves down or emphasize areas of themselves that maybe they wouldn't otherwise tend to just go along with what everybody else wants because they just want to fit in. But this is how you get into relationships that don't really serve you. I'm not somebody at all. Like if you think about dating, for example, I'm, I'm like, look, first date, I got to be the 
most expressive version of myself because otherwise don't waste my time. And to me, that's true of friend, friend first dates, as well as romantic partner first dates. I mean, you know, we don't need to get into all the nitty gritty details unless you're me because I tend to go there because that's just how I am. (laughs) But I'm just saying you don't need to try to be anyone other than who you really are. And so many people are like ashamed for some reason of their interests or things that they think are cool or their quirks or whatever, their likes or dislikes. And that's all the stuff that makes you you. That's the good stuff. And that's the stuff that when you show, you are going to attract in people and make friendships that are so aligned and where you can be your truest self and your freest self. And most people feel trapped in relationships. They feel like they cannot be their real selves. They feel like if I if I come out about who I am in this way or this interest or this like, they might reject me, they might leave me. And here's the thing, if that's the truth, then that person is probably not the right person for you. Where are you holding on to relationships just because of fear? And if you have to be a certain way, a certain version of yourself for somebody else to like you, or to want to continue to be in a relationship with you of any sort, then is that really the type of relationship that you want to be in? It's so fascinating to me how many people, without even realizing this consciously, like hold their breaths in in relationships and they just kind of like put up with their friendships. I mean, look, I'm I don't want to speak for everybody, but if I had a friend who I felt like was tolerating me, I would much rather they not be my friend. I don't want to feel like I'm tolerated, you know? And so think about, this is a really powerful question someone asked me a while ago and it's so simple. And it's like, what are you tolerating in your life right now? That's really important to think about. And then where are you sacrificing parts of yourself for other people? Where are you sacrificing parts of yourself to make other people feel comfortable? Where are you continuing to go out and, I don't know, engage in certain behaviors or do certain things or spend time with certain people when you don't really like to, but you just want to keep peace or because you don't know what you would do otherwise or because you're afraid, oh, if I'm not friends with these people, who would I be friends with? That's all fear. And that's all just inner child you wanting to make friends. But the thing is, you know that you will find aligned relationships. There's nothing you have to do to be deserving of that. But what are you telling the universe when you stay in relationships that aren't really serving you? And that are doling you down or preventing you from moving to your next level. Your relationships, all of your friendships should support you in your expansion. And if any of them feel like they're suffocating you or preventing you from your expansion, then that's probably not the right relationship for you. And this stares you straight in the face when you are trying to grow your business and be an entrepreneur, or you are going through a spiritual awakening, or you are trying to take care of your health and you're like, look, I got to be in bed by 10 p.m. And I want to wake up and I want to work out. And you feel like, oh, I can't because blah, blah, blah. Well, you can, you can, but it's to ask yourself, are all of these relationships and patterns, are are they in alignment with, are they in support of who I really want to be and what makes me feel my best? Here's the promise that I made to myself that I just always remind myself of. It is that I promise to myself to always stay in alignment for me. And I am going to stay on that path wherever it might take me. And the right people will stay with me if they're meant to. If they're not meant to, then they might drop off. But as I continue to be on that path, more aligned people will come to me. But all I can do is stay in alignment with me. 
The thing is that if I hold myself back to make somebody else comfortable, now I'm resentful, but I'm also robbing that person of the opportunity to make a different choice for themselves as well, because that person also might feel better living in a different way, or maybe they're meant for a different type of relationship. Maybe I'm not fully showing up in the way that they would like me to. It's interesting to me how many people. I hesitate to use this, but I'm just going to say the way I perceive it, like me being a human is like immature relationships. Okay. Because what most people do is people stay in immature relationships. People think that the way that their friendships worked in middle school or high school, that's what they compare it to. What I'm really getting at is it's really helpful to take a step back and, and ask yourself, what are my expectations out of friendships in my life? And what would I like from them? Right. Because different people might, might fill us up in different ways. You might have the friend that is always down for a good time and wants to go out. You might have the friend that is super deep and you just have like late night talks. You might have the really spiritual friend and then you might have the booty friend. You know, you might have different types of friends. I'm just throwing things out there. And that's all great, right? Not everybody needs to be the same. And it's a great way for you to see different aspects of yourself and have that pulled out of you. But I think it's just really helpful to take a second to ask, what are my expectations? Are they in alignment with with what's for my best? What would make me feel my best in relationships? And really like, how do all of these different people make me feel? Like when I'm in the relationship, what part of myself gets highlighted or pulled out? And is that the best version of me? Who makes me a better version of myself? And that could be in different ways. But also, where am I using friendships to avoid myself? Where am I avoiding looking at pieces of myself that I've kept in a box for a long time? Where am I avoiding being by myself because I don't want to feel my feelings or I don't know what to do by myself? Where am I using friendships to just be my external source of validation? And I feel like if I don't have all of these relationships, who is validating me? Do I feel worthy whether or not I'm surrounded by a group of people? Where am I actually dependent in these friendships? Where might I be staying in them from a place of lack or scarcity? Where am I expecting this relationship to be like what I thought a best friend was in middle school, which was we texted each other all day, every day, and we hung out every single day? And like, is that is that friendship or is that dependency when you're an adult? And it might be different for everyone, <laughs> you know, but it's just really good to evaluate that. It's happened to me quite a few times where, you know, sometimes I'll pull together groups of friends and not everybody knows each other, but people will say later, they'll be like, whoa, I've never been in a group like that. And I'll be like, what do you mean? They're like so many like very intelligent, deep people all together. I'm not usually around that type of group. And it's interesting for that reflection. And maybe that's not what everybody wants. But for me, something that's really important to me is that Every relationship in my life, every friendship, first of all, makes me feel seen and heard and loved. Everything feels equal in terms of giving and receiving, just an equal energy exchange. It's very important to me that all of my friends expand me in one way or another and and make me better. I I really need that. It's also important for me, and this is a personal thing, that I am able to have space I'm not the type of friend, again, it's just a personal thing that's like going to text anyone every single day. 
I don't hang out with people regularly. <laughs> I I need my alone time. And for me, it's easy because most of my friends are entrepreneurs and most of my friends are the exact same way. So I think about, you know, I have certain people in my life where they are like on the phone every single day with all of their closest friendships and they are spending all weekend with them. Like every single weekend, it's a lot more regular and consistent, but then they complain that they don't feel like they have any relationships that are deep enough or they feel exhausted all the time. They don't have time to eat healthy or work out and they haven't had time with business. And that's where I bring up the question, like, are your friends all the type of people that you want to be like? And are they in support of your expansion? If I feel like a friendship is taking away from my health or my depth or my expansion. That is not in alignment with me. One of my closest friends told me that some people in her life who like she grew up with had recently told her that she doesn't reach out enough. And this person runs multiple businesses and is a total badass powerhouse and one of the most giving people I know. And she's like always doing things, helping people. And when she told me that, my heart just sank. And I was like, okay, well, let's let's look at who said that and where was that coming from? And what are their lives like, right? And the thing was, the people who said that are people who, you know, she was like, well, they have jobs that they don't like. And they typically, you know, after work, like try and call me a lot because they just want to talk and they don't have anything else to do. And then they get upset that I'm not available because I'm doing all these things. And I'm like, okay, well, what makes you feel your best? Do you want to be talking on the phone to them? Like, would that make you feel good or not? And she's like, honestly, no, because whenever I'm on the phone with them, they just complain about their lives. And that's, you know, there's a difference between supporting a friend and letting them vent versus like, oh, they always just complain and they're a Debbie Downer. And that's just not in alignment with my energy. And I think just talking that out, she was like, okay, I'm realizing where that came from because, you know, that made her feel really bad. And I'm like, you have nothing to feel guilty about because this is where we just have to realize like what is in support of my health and my expansion and where are other people projecting their own insecurities, their own fears, their own unhappiness onto us and making us be responsible for where they're not taking control of their lives. Whenever you shift, and so this could be improving your health, this could be eating healthier and exercising, this could be changing your sleep schedule, this could be going on a spiritual path and a spiritual journey, a spiritual awakening, this could be starting a business and going deep into entrepreneurship, this could be just going down a really beautiful personal development journey. When people feel that shift in you, right? They're used to you being at a certain vibration. And when they feel that shift in you, that feels like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm losing you, right? And think about all of, let's think about it with energetic cords, right? They're used to being tied to you. And when they feel that tug of you rising, you rising, they're gonna try and tug you back down to where it's comfortable. It's not comfortable to expand. And that's what's happening. That is where they're feeling that gap in frequency. And they're going to try and pull you back down. But that's 
a subconscious response to feeling that gap, to feeling, oh my gosh, your wavelength is shifting. And we used to be on the same wavelength and now I'm kind of freaking out and I might not be conscious of it, but this is where I might say rude things. I might try and make you feel guilty. I might try and make you feel responsible for my happiness. I might get upset at you and saying that you're not a good friend. I'm gonna get upset at you for taking care of yourself, right? That's where those patterns come out because they're feeling that gap in vibration. But that's the moment to me that you hold the frequency. And that person either has opportunity to rise up to you right? Or you realize they're just going to keep tugging me down. At which point when I release, when I just release, imagine how much more I can rise. What else is going to come to me? Cause I've made space for that. And I know it doesn't always feel easy, but these are all the choices that allow us to either attract in the people that we want to be around or, or not. And every decision you make, you're telling the universe what you want. But there are just so many people who feel stagnant or stuck or unhappy. And they might be the person that's, you know, they're just, they're looking at themselves and what's wrong with me? And why am I not getting here? And sometimes we need to look at their relationships because those are all energetic ties. And where might those be holding you back, holding you down? But it's part of growth. If you grow and change as a person, it is only natural that your relationships will grow and change. And maybe not everybody is going to be with you forever. Where have you decided that? the ending of something has to be bad. I have ended a lot of relationships, but I don't think of any of them as bad. I just think of it as like, okay, we closed that chapter and now we're both on to the next. But if it's not in alignment with me and I'm not super happy here, then I don't think that person wants to be in any type of relationship with somebody who's doing it just what? To be nice because they don't want to hurt their feelings. That's not serving anyone. But imagine how much things could shift for you if everybody was everybody around you was the type of person you want to be. And this is how you start to think in ways that serve you more. Most people don't realize how so much of what they believe, their subconscious beliefs, and you know the way that you speak, the way that you show up, we, we all know that we're a combination of the people we hang out with the most. But I think a lot of people don't really, really realize that and how much that shows up. And I've seen this again and again where like, I'll see people and they are around more like-minded content information people and they go back to you know their old group of friends and then I see them again and they're like in these old ways of thinking and maybe it's negative self-talk and detrimental thinking and if that is the effect of hanging out around a certain group of people we really need to be honest with ourselves is this actually serving me but at this time on the planet Like I said, I'm seeing this pop up a lot, but also on a collective level, this is something that comes through so often and like is gonna be something that kind of like has to get looked at as we are shifting so much on the planet and you are ready to step into your next level of expansion. You are ready to step into the highest version of yourself. And part of that process for people is going to be shifting relationships and when you get really clear on who you really are, the highest version of yourself, then you look at everything else around you and ask, is this supporting me in getting there, in being that person? So that is the question I will leave you with today. If this was helpful, make sure you take a screenshot and share it on social media so I can repost. Be sure to leave a comment on my latest Instagram post and let me know what came up for you around this or post in the private community forum if you're not already 
in there. It's totally free and there'll be a link in the show notes, but that's going to be it for today's episode. Thanks again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.